don't cry You can rely on me, honey Welcome to the AXPX Podcast, conversations about faith, doubt, disbelief, and everything in between. I'm your host, Sean DeRager. Thanks for checking out the show. If you're new new to the show, welcome. If you're uh, familiar with the show, sorry it's been so long. Uh, I had some stuff to take care of. I was uh, had a lot of things I needed to kind of put into place in my life. I needed to focus on... Uh, on my health, I was uh, starting to just gain weight like crazy, even though I know in the balance episode we talked about kind of trying to get fit, but uh, even with everything, I was still gaining weight. I needed to focus on something. I needed to just, I didn't feel good about myself, and I was eating like total shit, so I had to kind of get all that under control, and since then, I have been, I've lost about 20 pounds. Uh, I can actually kind of sort of see a six-pack, maybe. <clears throat> I'm flexing right now. Let's see. Hold on. Okay. So, all that aside, I, I really needed to focus on kind of what was going on in, around in, in my life, in my circle uh, of, of life. Circle of life. Um, so, I had, I had to get that under control. And I'm, I'm very, I feel good. I'm eating good. And well, I'm going to talk about this later on uh, in, in a minute here, with my, our, our first guest of 2014. It's, uh, it's season two. Season two, episode one. And I'm going to, I think... Every year will be a new season. That's how we're going to do it. And you'll notice that uh, Joey is not with me. Uh, I've decided to go back to just kind of one-on-one conversations. I think that's kind of my strong point. With my schedule, it's easier to kind of get these one-on-one conversations in. Joey's going to be back, though. I want to bring him in for you know for a couple episodes here and there. And um, he's you know he's a good friend, and I really value what he brought to the show in season one. So we'll definitely have him back for sure. So, uh, let's see, what else? What else? Um, so, so yeah, July was the last show, and, you know, I really, like I said, I really need to get my, kind of everything in gear as far as my health went, but I also, I mean, the, the show, like talking to so many kind of people struggling with faith, and I was listening to just a ton of like atheist podcasts, like Seth Andrews podcast, and kind of exploring all this stuff, and I was just kind of getting beat down, I think, uh, kind of burnt out, and just depressed. I was I was struggling with some sort of depression because it, it just seemed like there wasn't, I don't know, everything I was surrounding myself with was cynical, uh, just angry, upset. Even when, you know, people like Seth Andrews say that they're not upset, there is an, an underlying bitterness to kind of all the things I was listening to. So I really needed to kind of step back and reevaluate, you know, where I was, you know, on my faith journey here and what is, what is a healthy, you know, I know I touched on it in in other podcasts, but what is a healthy balance of cynicism and skepticism? So I had to kind of step back and just, you know, be happy with who I am, be happy with what I know and really not go too deep and and try to explore too many things at once. I think I bit off more than I can chew, and it was really kind of spiraling uh, my life out of control, and it was having an effect on on my marriage, on my relationship with my kids. Just wasn't a wasn't a happy person on a daily basis. So I've kind of chilled out on, on with all that. Not uh, so. I think this show I wanted season two here to kind of be a springboard for more 
you know, I, I still want there to be some sort of, of doubt and skepticism and, 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 and all that mixed into the show. I mean, that's very much who I am. But I think uh, I was starting, it was starting to drag me down, and there wasn't kind of a healthy balance of both. So I want the, these conversations as, as the podcast moves forward to be a little more upbeat, a little more um, inspiring. And, you know, I want to help you know, as and, and record just good, honest conversations with people about where they're at in their lives and their journeys. And me personally, I'm trying to not be so kind of cynical uh, towards religion in general. Um, I go to church uh, when with my wife, my family, and I, that I don't want to bring because it's, it's it's important to them. So I don't want to bring my baggage in and kind of you know um, shit in the pool, you know, ruin everybody's experience, right? So a little more open minded this year. Uh, throughout the you know since July, I really feel like I've grown there, and and so all that to say, I think this this season is going to be a little more, I hope a little more upbeat and and fun and educational. So that's that's my goal. That's my goal for season two here of the AXPX podcast. Um, and with that, I think I've said all I need to say. I probably do. I do want to do one more kind of, you know, like I start out with season one, how I let everyone know where I was. And what kind of brought the show? I kind of want to do one of those. I'll probably do that as, as like a bonus episode here in the near future. But uh, but now uh, it's 2014. All of you have made your New Year's resolutions, right? And would probably involves getting in shape, dropping a few pounds, and you know exercising a little more regularly. So I figured the best person to talk to would be probably the most fit person that I know, and that's Michael Wittig. And he played in a band called Pillar, and I have a long history with with him back when he was doing that and I was touring on the road with them and you know when you're on the road with somebody you get to know them really well and I feel like even though I haven't seen these guys in quite a long time there is a kind of a bond there with the guys in the band Pillar and and with Mike. Uh, Mike would always be up late on his computer uh, responding to people on email and we'd always you know spend a lot of time kind of just chilling and talking to him so uh, he started up a thing called Wittig Works which is a kind of personal training he does that in Tulsa he has a kind of a small clientele there, but he also um, is available for anyone to if if you need some help with nutrition train or nutrition plan or a weight plan or a fitness plan. Uh, he started up this more of an online thing where he will help build uh, a specific plan for you. So I thought that was kind of cool. And all of us, like I said, are trying to do better this year. And uh, so we're going to talk to him uh, right now. So let's move into that conversation you're listening to the axpx podcast all right well we are talking with mike wittig he is uh is slash was i don't know the basis for the band pillar i used to work with them back in the day uh and then he just started up wittig works which is a personal training uh personal training deal so i figured mike would be the perfect person to talk to you in january as we're all trying to kind of shed the christmas pounds that we packed on over christmas and new year's and you know everyone always has that new year's resolution i'm gonna drop you know 10 15 pounds i'm gonna get in shape so mike welcome to the axpx podcast hey thanks sean appreciate it man having me it's good to talk to you again yeah, man, it's been it's been quite a while. We keep getting in contact on Facebook and stuff like that, but we both have families, and you know we're both busy doing our own things, and we never get a chance to sit down and chat. So, absolutely. And you live out in California. I live oh, out. yeah, that too. 
<laughs> a couple thousand miles or thousand miles or so. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So, you and I, we used to, we met back in. Uh, you were in the band Pillar, and you guys were kind of just starting out a little bit. Yeah. You you were on your, I think, was it second record, right? Second album, yeah. back back in the day, and uh, it was when I referred to you guys as uh, that Limp Bizkit three eleven Christian band. You know, whenever people would ask me, you love that was your favorite, <laughs> your favorite style. Oh yeah, sarcasm still is. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I ended up getting out of college, and instead of pursuing like a a normal career path that I should have done, you know, like have you know video broadcast and stuff like that, I was like, crap, I'm gonna hop on the road with a band and uh, and help you guys out. So and make no money, <laughs> get insulted on a daily basis. <laughs> exactly, get strange, uh, weird nicknames. Ween was that the one of the nicknames? Yeah. Uh, so that that was a good time, but I'm actually I'm glad I did it because, you know, coming out of college, it's that time of your life where you don't really know what you're gonna do, and yeah, I could have gone and did what everyone else was doing, but I think I had a lot of fun on the road, and and it was good for me as a person. So, you I know, mean, it's the only time you can do that stuff. Same for me. I mean, I I got four kids now, so I can't be traveling across the country. You yeah. know, so we did it really at the only time you could get away with stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean, and it was. The fact that you guys were a Christian band, I wasn't really looking to work for a Christian band. It just kind of fell into into place um, that I would work with you guys. And I, I, you know, as I've talked in past past podcasts, that was you know was raised Christian, so it was kind of it was cool for me to kind of jump into that and um, and be with kind of a handful of guys that weren't all about partying and and getting all crazy. I mean, it, there was still drama to be had with being on the road with what five of us in a bus or six or seven even sometimes. Yeah. You know, so you learn enough that way, but it was uh, it was cool being you know working for you guys. So thanks, man. Yeah, we, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, dude. Yeah. So um, let's kind of just give people a uh, kind of a heads up on who who you are and, and Pillar. Like, what was uh, just give us a brief rundown of what Pillar was to you and and uh, and how and you guys me, got started. And yeah, ever since I was little, I have I've had two passions. They've always been music in fitness for as long as I could remember since I was probably about 11 or 12. Um, so the music path kind of opened up before the fitness did for me. Um, I actually got into music after watching Bill and Ted's excellent adventure when it first came out, I was like, man, I want to play guitar. It took me about a year or two to finally get one, but I got one and, uh, my youth pastor, my church there in uh, Riverside, California taught me how to play. And then I switched to bass in high school because there was a super hot girl in the jazz band. <laughs> and they needed a bass player, so I was hoping to meet Holly, you know. So I started to – I switched over to bass and just ended up enjoying it a lot more. And I was that guy in high school you know, putting bands together, trying to write the songs and book the shows and promote the shows and just do whatever I could. And it's funny looking back now at the stuff I thought I was doing. I thought I was cool. <laughs> I was just wasting my time. I had no clue. But, I mean, I just kept at it, and uh, my family relocated to uh, Kansas in the middle of nowhere. I uh, started going to college there and met some guys uh, in a band called Pillar, and they just started and was looking for a bass player. And uh, we just kind of hooked up and started doing it, and things just kind of grew exponentially. Mm-hmm. Things went exponentially fast in the early years. Yeah. From just playing around Kansas to playing nationally to getting signed to things just getting out of control. Were were you surprised at kind of the the it, that it turned into a career? Because 
you know, when I when I met you, you were kind of the business. Seemed to me just being outside of looking in, kind of the business side of the band, you know, and you were always on the phone, uh, making sure phones were getting booked, and you were de- dealing with the, you know, the, more of the financial things, and you kind of, from business side, it seemed like you were really helping it go along. It was, were you pursuing career, or did it just, just kind of turn into that way? Just, you, you know what, I that that side of me, you know, Rob was also highly involved yeah. with all the business. We were kind of co co-managers when it came to that side okay i just enjoyed doing it more yeah i enjoy that that's why i mean i i wasn't on the phone because i had to or if i didn't do it it would fall apart i just enjoyed it so much that that's just what i did but no i knew and i may have been the only one that knew that i knew it was going to work that's why i worked so hard you know rob and the other guys early on that i had no doubt it was just in my heart you know i i I don't want to say god told me but he kind of did. I just kind of had a strong feeling in my heart that, hey, this was it and this was going to work. It wasn't, there was no doubt, so I, I worked extra hard. Nice. We weren't perfect. We didn't have the best songs. I just knew there was something there. Well, yeah, yeah I think you guys, you guys, you just had a good gut feeling with what shows to, uh, to, to attach your guys' self to, what, uh, what tours to get on. And, you know, I just, I, I think it, it worked. And I was, and I was surprised as just kind of coming in is, you know, started out, as a small in a small role as a tour manager and then came back as a stage manager when you guys had uh um oh shit i'm brain blinking on uh on his name clay 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 yeah (laughs) uh and um so it was it was surprising i mean it was surprising to me that you guys were able to really sustain this as as uh as a professional career because not many bands have that success everyone tries it but they kind of you know they'll try for a few years and they never go anywhere so just it was kind of a to me it seemed like a perfect storm for you guys and you know things went on and it was it was awesome and uh you guys just recently have started writing a a new album right after hiatus yeah we all kind of separated for a little bit you know lester's out doing big things playing with kelly clarkston (laughs) a lot of it i mean he's on tv all the time we knew he would do that. He's that good. Um, you know, I, I did some other music projects and started getting the fitness things. And a lot of this all boiled down to just other interests and lots of kids. Yeah. I have four kids. Rob has four kids. Noah has a few. Lester has a bunch. I mean, it just we just got busy. And, you know, it was time to slow that down for a while. And it was a good, it's been a good number of years since us original four have been back together writing music. So yeah. we're really excited. You know, it's it's not a priority right now. It's just something we're doing in addition mm-hmm. to other things we're doing to support our families. But we're all really excited about it. And it seems like the fans are well, p- impatiently waiting. <laughs> yeah, it's know? been a while. It, I mean, you guys announced it uh, probably a year ago. Yeah, one year ago. Yeah. yeah it's but- gone a bit slower. The writing process is going a bit slower than I initially anticipated. But... It's actually been a really good thing because of us taking our time and being patient. The songs are turning out pretty ridiculous, and there's been some behind-the-scene things that if we would have rushed it, that wouldn't have happened. That are happening. Right. Can't even really talk about it yet, yeah. but it's some pretty big stuff that's that's all going to contribute to setting up this record. Cool. I'm I'm excited to hear it. I haven't heard anything at all. I haven't even. Uh, you guys haven't get have no sneak peek at all. So we'll have to talk. Have, we'll have to talk have later. Seven <laughs> tunes on my desktop. Not many of them have vocals. Yeah. You know, so... You don't hear that, do you? You can't hear that, can you? 
<laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I won't put you through that. But That's funny. Yeah, there, there's a lot of really stuff we're excited about. It's yeah. definitely the years. The years while we were down, there was a lot of growth and a lot of experimentation and a lot of uh, just maturity. Yeah. So this is this definitely sounds like pillar, but it's definitely next level stuff. Cool. I'm excited to hear. It. I'm sure a lot of people are are excited to hear it. Now, the, um, let's transition into because you guys you were doing the pillar thing, and then you really started pursuing this Wittig work Wittig works thing. And you ha- how long have you been doing that exactly? It hasn't been that, that long, long as far as you launching it. No, not that long at all, man. My fitness for me started when I was about 11. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a bony, skinny kid. I mean, super skinny, looked like a skeleton, and so I wanted to start lifting weights. Um, my dad bought me my a weeder bench. It was gray with red pinstripes, and all the plates were gold-plated or like painted gold for some reason. I have no <laughs> idea why. But I remember working out that very first time, and I thought I was going to die. And I'm not talking about the next day, like actually doing it. Like just lifting <laughs> the bar, I was hurting so bad, but I kept at it. Within a couple years later, I, I sent in a picture to Flex Magazine, and, and they published it in June 94 with a old Arnold on the cover. <laughs> And uh, I just, it's something I've always done. But then the music took off. So there has been periods in my life where I, I just didn't have time yeah. to, to do it right. But through a lot of years of Pillar, you know, me and Lester would hit the weights every day. I would train Lester and Noah. And um, there's just something, always been something I really enjoyed. And then since we've had this time off, you know, I really got back into it. And, yeah. and I started back up mainly because of my personal health. You know, I'm not young anymore, I'm 37. And I was just kind of eating whatever and not really exercising, and, and I was really feeling it. I was actually yeah. feeling kind of sick. Like, where yeah. I went to the doctor and like, hey, man, I got these problems now. And I didn't even need to go there. I knew what it was. I was eating like twice a day and not doing any exercising. Right. You know? So I got back in it for me. And, it, and I, since I've done it for so long, my body responds. and It comes back real quick. You know, and I get – I'm pretty – I don't know what the word is, but once I do something, I do it all in. You know, I don't mess around. So I kind of jumped in all the way, got real excited, noticed I had the time to get certified as a personal trainer. So I went ahead and did that. And I've never had the desire to, to go work at a gym for $15 an hour. It's just not, you know, for them, it's just turnover. It's not really, they don't care about people. It's just right. how many money, how much money can we make today? Um, but I just had a unique opportunity. I met some guys that, that were opening a facility here in town, just completely private. I have my own key trained my pastor, trained my friends. So it just was a perfect situation. And that's why I got certified. But you know me kind of, Sean. I'm, I'm not about like when – I, when I do stuff, I think really big. Yeah. I don't think, okay, I want to train a couple people. <laughs> I, I think I'm building this huge international empire. Right. And one day just driving around, this Wittig Works kind of popped in my mind. And, you know, I was thinking more like a metalwork factory, like – then Forge a New You came to mind and just all this imagery and before too long I had somebody whip up the graphics and I really wasn't sure what it was going to be at first but, but it came to me pretty quick because yeah. I've started having – once I started posting some pictures, I had a lot of Pillar fans from all over the world saying, man, I wish you could train me but I live here and I live here. I was like, you know what? Well, I could write up programs, you know, make it simple, make it easy. Mm-hmm. No, not complicated, something people could do at home or at a gym. And so I started doing that, and it just kind of caught wildfire, man. I've been doing, I mean, it's all day. Yeah. All over the world, you know, talking to people in Holland and Australia and the UK and all over the US. And um, so it's kind of cool, man. And now I'm, I'm, uh, 
I'm not really sure where it's going to go, but it, but it's going farther, you know, as far as, as partnering with different companies in the health world and um, who knows, man. Yeah. I, I just see it growing in yeah. a lot of different areas. Well, that's uh, that's the thing for me. I, I'm always um, – I'm very like selfish when it comes to – when I start working out, I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I want to research it myself. So that's what I've been I, – I did the uh, – I, I just got done doing P90X. I lost about 20 pounds. And I feel amazing. Uh, probably feel the, the best that I felt in a long time because I work. I do an office job. I sit at a desk all, all day long wow. at a computer. That's eight hours a day sitting down. I'd be like, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> out of my mind. Yeah, and then I get home and I need to have energy to play with the kids. And then what do I do after the kids go to bed? I just sit my ass back, get down on the couch, and we watch a movie. You know, so I was feeling horrible. Like just. I would get winded going up the stairs and everyone who talked to me, they're like, well, you're not fat, but I'm like, well, I just feel disgusting. Like I don't feel, um, I just didn't feel good. My stomach always hurt. I'm always taking Alka-Seltzer, things like that. And eating, you know, we'd go to lunch and we'd go to this place nearby. Uh, I work in Rancho Cucamonga, this place called The Hat, which is a pastrami place. And we would get these pastrami chili cheese fries that were amazing, but those will ruin your weekend. <laughs> they sound pretty, pretty messy. Man, I, I always I watch the places you go to eat, and I'm like, man, I wish I lived in California. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm not eating as crazy anymore. Um, I had to, after a while, I was like, I need I at least need to get my diet under control. So then I started getting my diet under control. And then uh, I had P90X just sitting there for the past three years. And I was like, well, you know, I'm at a point, because I've always like been like, well, I'm going to do it myself, you know. And then I found the P90X started i was like you know what screw it i'm just gonna do this and i stuck with the program and i think i saw some really good results you know i'm not i'm not at a point where i want to take off my shirt and start flexing you know those abs man come on bust them out yeah you know um but uh but you know i'm i've i totally see a difference my wife's noticed a difference people at work are starting to notice so it's felt cool to kind of get you know my hands around you know my health and get you know, be healthy and I can, I have energy to come home and I'll come home and I'll do a workout, but then I have energy to play with the kids and, you know, really like invest in my marriage and, you know, be there for my wife and not just be tired and sick all the time. Yeah, So man, it's, it's dude, amazing how eating right and exercising, it can change your whole life. It seems like a lot of work and people like, I want to have fun. I want to live for the day. You can do both. Yeah. And actually put, investing a little bit of your time into eating right, preparing your food and exercising will make the rest of your day go so much better. Yeah. You'll feel better, the energy. I mean, it just affects all areas of your life. Yeah. And the, and the biggest thing too, if you have kids, it's affecting their lives because they're seeing you exercise. They're seeing you eat good. They're going to want to eat good. They're going to carry that into adulthood into their children. Yeah. You know, so it, it's, it's a, it's a good thing, man. And P90X is a really good program. I mean, obviously it, it's a huge seller. It has lots of results. Um, what I do is a little bit different for a specific reason is because after working with so many clients, every one of them has a different situation. Right. Some of them can work out every day for 90 minutes. Some of them can only work out three days a week. Some of them can do four, but they can only do this and they have certain injuries Mm-hmm. Everyone had, you know, their knees bad, or they can't do this, or they have a, a bad shoulder. Um, so I'm able to go in and and really customize it. Uh, now I have a lot of, of of routines that I really like that are kind of my fallback for people, depending on their goals. 
You know, so yeah, I have templates that I kind of go from that I created in the beginning, but then I look at each person's situation, their injuries, their time schedules, foods they like, things they don't like, their time schedule throughout the particular day, and I'll come up with a cut a program that fits them, just because I know they'll have they'll be able to stick to it longer yeah. than if they say they don't have the time to do a full P90X workout one day, and so they don't do it, and then they feel bad, and they don't do it again. I try yeah. to make it so it, it it works for their life. It's doable. Yeah. So, so what would you say, like, so somebody who kind of like me just starts just knowing they need to do something that they don't know where to start, like, when someone comes to you like that, what's your kind of first um, set of advice that you would, you would give them? I, I give people, people that I'm not working with, like clients, uh-huh. you mean, like, they just ask me for general advice. Right. Yeah, the right. biggest thing is nutrition, really. I mean, because if you're eating right, you can lose weight and you'll be healthier. You know, and then if they just want to do some cardio... I mean, they don't need to go to a gym and pound weights and do all that. It doesn't have right. to be about that. It's just about eating right. And, and the biggest advice I would say on that is eat smaller, healthier meals throughout the day, like five or six instead of two or three. Mm-hmm. That's one. So eat smaller meals and eat more meals throughout the day. Don't skip breakfast. Almost over half the clients I deal with don't eat breakfast. They just skip it. They don't have time or they, or they grab a granola bar or something lame. Yeah. Eat, a, eat a healthy breakfast. It really is the most important breakfast meal of your day. It starts your metabolism. It gets things burning. Drink water. A lot of people don't drink water. They yeah. drink more pop or sweet tea or coffee than they do water. Drink water. Cut the stuff you can. The stuff you can't cut, use moderation. If you're having two cans a day, go down to one. If you're having one every day, every other day. Mm-hmm. Just try to use moderation. Um, and then eat as much the last thing is just eat as much natural foods as you can, fruits and vegetables, you know, try to stick to um, whole grain stuff, 100% whole wheat bread and brown rice and sweet potatoes and um, just eat as many natural foods as you can. Try to stay away from processed foods. Yeah. You don't have to be crazy about it. You don't have to count calories and you don't have to measure out food. You can. It's not bad to do that, but it doesn't have to be that complicated. Yeah, but I yeah. Water, eat healthy food, done. Yeah. You know, what I've been trying to do is trying to develop something a little more because there's all these crazy diets out there. And, and, you know, I started counting calories for a while and I lost that last 10 pounds just counting calories. But I stopped doing that because I want to develop like a lifestyle change, like be able to just manage it on my own without relying on an iPhone or an app or something like that. Um, so I've been working towards developing just good habits. Do you, do you find a lot of people would come to you with like excuses when you start trying to tell them what what they should do or absolutely not all not all of them you know what a lot of people when they come to me they really want change yeah they're willing to try because they're confused and another reason i do what i'm doing is because there's so much information out there i'm sure if you did your research you've seen it so many different kinds of diets so many different ways to work out it's confusing especially for people that aren't into research they just do a couple searches and see so much stuff they just shut down yeah you know so and i've been doing this since i was 11 um and I've tried a lot of stuff. I've researched a lot of stuff. And I kind of just take out the nonsense and just keep it simple. You know, now what was your question? I just went off on a tangent. Oh, no. I mean, I, I, when you start, uh, do you start hearing some, like kind of the same sort oh, of excuses yeah, yeah. over and over again? or or Most people know, but sometimes I do. And what I tell them is, hey, man, no excuses, only solutions. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing I tell them, I, I just have these simple catchphrases. is like, is what you're doing now, is it working? Are you exactly where you want to be health-wise? They always say no. Well, to get different results, you have to do something different. Yeah. 
well, I really like this. Do you like where you're at? Well, then we got to do something different. It's that simple. I really like chili cheese fries, but I can't have like you know. You know what can't you have. can't though. It doesn't well, every now and then, yeah. Hundred percent. I typically write in two cheat meals a week for clients. Yeah. You're eating five times a day, healthy, all week long, and you have two cheat meals. You're eating like ninety five percent clean ish. Mm-hmm. Your body by then is running so good and clean, it just burns that stuff up when you have your cheat meals. And typically, when you eat that clean and you go have a big chili cheese dog, it's going to upset your stomach and you're not going to feel very good. <laughs> and it's going to keep you eating clean then for the rest of that next week. Yeah. I, there, there's, yeah. I find that know, when I start eating healthier, um, when I have a cheat meal like that, I just feel like crap. So I, you know, I, I, I'll, um, I'll do cheat meals every now and then, but, uh, but, uh, my, my, my body, doesn't want pizza anymore it just <laughs> i go home and i just feel horrible you know it'll ruin it'll ruin my, my whole evening you know I, I mean yeah I, t- I mean i do about two a week but it's not normally really gross stuff i mean yeah. now i'd be a big fuddruckers hamburger which yeah. if you look up the fat on it if you get it without cheese and whole wheat bun it's like 10 grams of fat it's not really bad for you that's a three quarter pound hamburger yeah you know so i typically go that but yeah man the cheat meals kind of make it doable especially especially for people early on. Um, you know, things that are really important to me is cutting out the pop, man. Mm-hmm. Regular, regular pop, diet pop, there's things in both of them that, that I feel that um, help you not lose weight, that work against yeah. loss. You know, and I'm not even going to get into the other chemicals because I don't really know. Nobody knows. There's so much hearsay out there about it. But really, just it just comes down to being healthy. Yeah. So um, let's uh, let's jump into this because um, it is is the new year and everyone's doing resolutions and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I just saw you recently that you posted on your your Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash wittigworks, W-I-T-T-I-G, works. Um, you were asked to contribute kind of a piece on how to keep fitness resolutions because that's the thing. Every every year, I mean, I've done this every year. You know, since I got married, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this. I'm gonna you know, it's always been, I'm going to be in better health this year. And I feel like I've always started and then kind of fell by the wayside this time around. Um, since I started end of the year without a resolution, I feel like I'm, I'm maintaining and I'm actually more motivated to keep on going, but it's hard for people to keep their new year's resolutions. So what were do you kind of, can you kind of boil down what you, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, I was just asked by a, a newspaper editor, I think down in Texas. Um, you know, so I, I already had right when he said that I had ideas, but I actually sat down and kind of wanted to make it simple and, and and make it just about four major points. Make it simple about four mm-hmm. things. Um, first of all, you did the right thing. Starting, it, it had nothing to do with the New Year's. January first is just a date. Right. Our bodies don't know anything about calendars or dates or time. They're just our bodies. Um, so, and I tried to urge as many people as possible to start before January 1st, just so they can get the idea of resolutions out of their mind. Right. Um, the first thing you need to do is not think of it as a resolution. You just need to decide that, Hey, I'm ready to make a life change. That's what it is. Cause this is not something you're going to do for six weeks or in a couple months and quit. This is something that, to get your life on track. Um, and it, and it's really is a life change. Um, so I boiled it down to four things to help you keep your resolutions. Number one is just ask yourself the question, why? 
why do I want to get fit? Why do I want to be healthier? Um, that reason is going to be different for all of us. Some of us just want to look good. Some of us have serious health problems and, and we're at risk of dying. Some of us are really out of shape and just want to get in shape for our kids. We want to be around for our kids and we want to see them get married. We want to be able to play ball with them and run with them. Um, whatever your real reason is, write that reason down. Put it somewhere. Put it in several places. Put it in your car. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it by your bedside. So every day, especially when you're tired, when you're feeling lazy, when you want to go get a big fat pizza or hamburger, you see that and you remind yourself, hey, I don't, I don't want to die or I want to be there for my kids or I want to look like a pimp. Whatever that reason <laughs> is for you, ask yourself. Number two is be realistic. And I'm talking about two different things. First of all, when people start their New Year's resolutions, which we're going to switch to life change, mm. they, they get all crazy and they go to the gym every day for 90 minutes. Yeah. Well, the, well, yeah, you're going to do that and you're going to get burned out. So really evaluate your time, not now here in January, but for the rest of the year. How much time can I reasonably dedicate per week and then per session to working out? What, what can my family work with? What can what works around my job? And then set that time and that be your time. Don't burn yourself out. It's going to be better for you to do less time per day, per week, for year around than you is for you to hit it hard 90 minutes a day, six days a week for the next two months. Mm -hmm. You're going to get better results in the long run. So be realistic with your time there and then be realistic with your time when it relates to progress. The, the safest way to lose weight is one to two pounds a week. Okay, it's safest on your body. Now, typically if you're really overweight or a lot of times males can lose weight a lot faster and it's mm -hmm. okay. But I'm talking about, let's say if you have 50 or 60 pounds to lose, if you average that out, one to two pounds a week is good. Because you're going to drop off weight and then it's going to slow down and taper down for a while. But yeah. that, that's a good way to do it. So you could do the math on that and it may take you six months, nine months to lose the amount of weight you want to lose and get your goal weight. But I think that's great because the time you get there, seven months later, by that time, you're an expert at your own body. You know how to eat. You know how to exercise. You know how to keep the weight off. Whereas with a lot of these crazy diets and crazy programs, yeah, you'll lose 20 pounds really quick. And then, and then you stop it and then you go back to the way you were eating because you have no clue on how to maintain it. Yeah, habits haven't changed. Exactly. The habits have to change and doing it right. So be ask yourself the question why. Number two, be realistic. Number three, the key to winning it all in health and nutrition and exercise is, is preparation. You got to prepare. You got to prepare to eat, to, to eat healthy. You got to have the foods available in your house. That means you got to decide what you like and what's healthy and make sure you have it at all times. You know, me and my wife, we have a list that's always there. Every time we see we're running out of something, we get low, we write it on the list. She goes to the grocery store the same time every week and gets those things. So we always have the things we need. And it's not – I know people that go to the store like every other day. Yeah. We go once a week and get everything we need done. Um, and then also prepare for your next day. You know, you got to kind of think of it as a battle almost and, and make your battle plan. Okay, so tomorrow I have work. Oh, I have this special meeting. I got to go do this with the kids. And think about it ahead of time and ask yourself, how am I going to get my healthy meals in? When am I going to exercise? What am I going to do? And just and prepare for that. You know, like for me, I don't want to cook every single day. Mm -hmm. So I'll get like, you know, frozen chicken. I'll cook the whole bag, two skillets, and just have a whole Tupperware full of bunch of chicken. I'll cook the whole box of rice. Mm -hmm. I'll, I, I cook normally in bulk. So I don't have to cook every single day. So I can just prepare my lunches. Done. I play ba I play bass guitar at church 
on Saturdays and Sundays, and I'm there for a lot of hours. I will straight bring a cooler with my lunch in it, some protein shakes, some fruit. I plan ahead, and I'm always always have my stuff. So you you prepare to win. If you don't plan ahead, you're gonna lose. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get starving. You're gonna get hangry. You're gonna be so hungry that you're angry. You're gonna <laughs> eat whatever's in front of you. Um, and the last thing, number four, is moderation. Um, and that just comes to our vices. You know, some of us have to drink coffee every single day. Some of us have to drink pop every day, sweet tea, whatever that is. Um, I typically like clients to just, I say ideally cut it. But I know there's only certain people that, that have that kind of will that can just immediately stop things cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Typically, I ask them to use moderation. Just make cutbacks. Because typically what happens then is as they start seeing results, they start losing 10, 20 pounds, they get excited and they make the rest of the cutbacks themselves. Right. It just happens naturally. Um, so man, you do those four things and that will greatly help you succeed with your new life change. Nice. Do you know, uh, do you know what the, uh, the, the newspaper was that uh, printed that up? Um, I have no idea. He, he said he's actually going to, uh, he asked me to have it in by today, but I turned it in a couple days ago. Oh, okay. He said he's going to hit me up with the link when it goes nice. live. So I'm guessing like today or tomorrow soon. And I'm sure you'll be you're gonna probably post the link on wittigworks.com or on the Facebook there. Yeah, I'll post it on the Facebook. Nice. I've been trying to stay. I've been besides just doing programs. I'm I'm trying to. What I'm building is growing a little bit every day. You know, a lot of what I'm doing socially on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram, and they're all Wittig Works, mm-hmm. really easy to find. Is I'm posting up daily tips, um, motivation, just goofy stuff. Sometimes it just, just has to do with my life. But just trying to inspire people, trying to, to help my clients and then other people that come across what I'm doing just to stay in it and not quit. And um, I post my my day, my personal daily workouts, which I mean I don't I'm not recommending people to do what I do because mm-hmm. everybody's different, everybody has different goals. But some of the people out there that that you know, want to do what I'm doing. I, I post my personal stuff, video footage of exercises, and uh, I'm, I'm just going to keep growing that and just kind of see where it goes. Yeah. Well, cool, man. It's awesome what you're doing, and uh, it's 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 definitely helped inspire me for sure. And I'm like, man, if I live in Tulsa, man, you and I would be going to the gym for sure. You know, yeah, <laughs> some, some of that. I know, man. This gigantic uh, monster biceps you got, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> I, man, I just want to. I, I saw that uh, Wolverine movie, and I was like, man, I just want to look like Wolverine, man. <laughs> it's all cut, and I don't really yeah. want to get huge. I don't want to be a bodybuilder, man. I just want to feel good. Number one, yeah. I, I want to feel good, have energy, and then you know, I, I just want to look nice and lean, and you know, yeah. pretty cut. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the same the same goals that I got. That's my my wife and I. We were watching Wolverine too, and I just the same thing. I was like, man, Hugh Jackman, man, he got ripped there. I need to. I need to. That's. You know, that's kind of the ideal body type that I would want to go for. You know, yeah. Too. So that was the shoot. There was somebody else um, that I was like, Ryan oh. Reynolds is always pretty jacked. Ryan Reynolds, um, the dude who played Superman. Oh, dude, yeah, pretty, <laughs> you know? yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I'm going for too myself. Yeah, you know, and I might. I've been thrown around the idea of competing in a not a bodybuilding contest, but they have physique contests. Oh, okay, they're still pro, and they're they're in the same leagues ifbb pro and all that but but you wear board shorts you don't wear the skimpy things and <laughs> it's more like kind of like modeling but you still right. have to be pretty darn built yeah I've, and maybe a year from now i've thrown around the idea just because i think it would open up doors and i don't know accolades yeah. and stuff i might do that ah, cool man well good luck with all that um really exciting to see what you're doing and you know i hope that uh it, it 
Wittig works and continues to grow and inspire people because that's really what it's all about. You know, people making lifestyle changes. And uh, I'm in, I'm kind of, you know, finally doing, doing mine after many years of saying that I'm going to do it. So, um, so I appreciate it. And you look good, brother. I've seen the pictures. Thanks, man. Yeah, still, still, like I said, I'm not sure if I'll be posting any shirtless pics. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit too furry, so I don't know. But uh, man, yeah. as I started getting older, I started <laughs> shaving that stuff off. I don't know why. It wasn't because of, I just started started bothering me, man. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll, I'll have to talk with my wife about. I started it, see, feeling you know. old. I think when I started seeing like gray hairs or just start yeah. when they start getting really long. I was like, man, yeah. what? I don't remember my chest hairs being that long. <laughs> I think they get longer the older you get. Yeah, they just keep growing, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I finally got old. I just felt old, so I started cutting it all off. That's funny. Well, we'll see. I may have to consult my wife because. Uh, hey, I, I do got to mention. There's two companies that that um that have really been supporting me lately. Okay. With all this Wittig works, and and it's a just huge blessing. I mean, it really wasn't something I was looking for. It just kind of happened. Um. And I want to tell people about them because they've been a huge supporter of me, and I, I believe in their products and wear and take them every single day. Um, the first one is Cellucor Supplement Company. They're in every GNC and health store in the world. Top tier, best stuff out there. Um, stuff tastes amazing. I take it all. You know everything I, that makes sense for me to take for what I, my goals are, and uh, the results have been great. The stuff is super high quality, high grade. Um, and it's what I refer to clients when they ask me about like protein drinks, whey protein, and, and different th- products. Mm-hmm. Um, Cellucor.com. And the other is Iron Fist Athletic Apparel um, out of California. Their stuff is just so tight. I mean, it's pretty much what I wear every day to the gym. Yeah. Um, because it looks awesome and it feels awesome. So if you're interested in any of that kind of stuff, definitely check them out. Um, I have uh, deals with the company where I can get any clients or basically anybody I want. You know, anywhere from twenty to ten percent off that stuff. So if you look at it and you're interested, just hit me up and I'll give you the the code to to save some cash. Nice. And again, you can go to uh, Facebook.com/slash Wittigworks or go to Wittigworks.com. And you know, if if you're someone out there who really is has been wanting to make a lifestyle change but just can't, you know, I mean, it's it's hard to just sit down and evaluate what you're going to do. I mean, I'm I'm trying to do a workout, kind of a figure out what I'm going to do for the year. And it's tough, and uh, I'm, I'm, you know, there's been many times where I'm like, man, I just need to call Mike, <laughs> you know, because it, you know, it is tough to figure out what you're gonna do. So if you're in that in that spot, I would definitely recommend. So you you don't have to be living in Tulsa if they if someone wants kind of a recommended workout or nutrition plan, um, they can hit you up, and it's it's fairly affordable too. It's very affordable. Yeah. I mean, that, the, this whole thing is is one of my key words. Like my mission statement is doable and affordable. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm here doing this for the people. I like to help people. Yeah. You know, and I want to help as many people as possible. So I mean, it's very affordable, um, and, and and like I said, it's doable, man. It, it makes sense. It's simple. You could do it at home if you want, or at the gym. And, and I work with you one on one to to help you win. Yeah. Whatever that takes. Definitely. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for the first episode of the AXPX podcast, season two, 2014. I want to thank all of you for listening and uh you know i'm probably going to be doing probably two of these a month is the goal and you know every month i don't really have too much of a plan of who's going to be who i'm going to be talking to next week but uh you know look for just fun conversations like this and just about people's uh journeys and 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 uh and and lifestyles and things like that so i'm excited for for 2014 the podcast mike thanks again 
for chatting with me. And uh, next time you're out in California, we need to hang out. I'm actually today we're getting tickets in the next day or two. We're gonna come out next summer in June all for right. a week, the whole family. So all right. we'll hit you up and maybe we can all meet for lunch or dinner sometime. Oh, totally. It'll be fun. All right, well thanks everyone for listening to the AXPX podcast. I'll talk to all of you next time. Bye bye.